months later, I was newly divorced. After reading the papers, Kim didn't fight me on anything. I walked away with my house, car, own finances, and my half of the money from the account plus more. Kim gave me money for spousal support along with pain and suffering that I did not want or ask for, but I for sure was not giving back. Kim walked away with the club, the shop, his cars, and the house he had that he turned into a rental property once we moved in together. I could never say it was easy because it wasn't by far. I gave my life to Keem, and for over a year, he brought me down to new lows, only to make himself and his new chick feel better about what he was doing behind my back. Not only that, I lost Mari, someone who would have loved me through and through, yet I denied him the same love I was being denied. Well, things with Mari got better. Not by much, but at least he looked at me when we spoke. Other than that, there were no more lunch dates, phone calls, or dinners, which I deeply missed. I did, however, win both my cases. My drug case got dismissed once I completed the officer's interviews and the evidence proved my client wasn't involved in the distribution or possession of drugs. The other two guys were identified as the dealers, which was enough to get my client off. Defense tried to say that because my client was never captured in any of the surveillance that he was the ringleader, which couldn't have been further from the truth. One of the witnesses testified that she only saw my client cooking, serving, and running the business. She referred to him as a hard worker with a warm and welcoming personality. He was released and I made sure his record was wiped clean for wrongful conviction. My client facing murder charges was found not guilty. After his ex-girlfriend got over herself, she finally contacted me to be interviewed. With the few pictures and videos she had saved to her phone from the night in question, it showed that he in fact was with her at her place at the time of the murders. I was able to prove that him being away was the perfect opportunity for someone to also plant the weapons in his home and tip off the authorities. The homicide team was unsuccessful in finding the actual shooter, but my client was released and continued to follow a better path. I walked into the firm and decided against my better judgment not to go talk to Mari. I walked down to his office and saw him sitting at his desk alone. I took that as the perfect opportunity, so I knocked and waited for permission to enter. Once granted, I opened the door and was met with a blank stare. Damn. I needed to say what had been on my mind, even if he didn't have anything to say in return. I didn't want anyone walking by in our business, so I closed the door behind myself. I started off by saying that I needed to get everything off my chest before he kicked me out. He gave me a head nod, and I cleared my throat. I deeply apologized for how I made him feel. I should have never played with his emotions, and I was beyond wrong for that. I jeopardized our friendship for someone who I thought was worth it only to find out he wasn't. I told him that Keem and I were now divorced and I wanted to make sure that he heard it from me. I wasn't telling him expecting for him to be there for me or to feel sorry for me. I just needed to tell him I was sorry and that I missed him and our friendship, but I also understood why things were the way they were. I added that for the record, I did love him. I always had and I always would. He looked at me with a small grin and said he was sorry to hear about the divorce, but was sure I'd be fine and get through it. Then he looked back down at his work. I turned to walk out his office and was reaching for the handle when he started to speak again. With a wink and a smile, he congratulated me on the double win and told me he would never stop loving me either. When the time was right, he'd be there for me, but for now, he felt we needed time apart. He couldn't say how long it would take, but he said he'd eventually come around because he couldn't stay mad at me for too long. True to my heart and in the back of my mind, I had to face reality that Mari and I would probably never be as close ever again. But I walked out of his office with a smile on my face.
About six more weeks had passed since the divorce, and for once I was at peace with the way my life was going. I owed it to myself to be alone for a while so I could focus on me. I needed to be fair to myself in terms of what I deserved and what I gave to the next person who came into my life. I decided to pour all of me into my work and caring for myself and my mother. The rest would fall where it may. Thinking back to when I got married, I didn't think it would end a divorce. And when I was being thoughtless, I didn't think I would lose one of my closest friends by being careless with his feelings all because someone was being careless with mine, even though that was no excuse. I'm reminded of something my dad would always say. Genuine people don't always come out on top. In all actuality, sometimes they get the short end of the stick. He couldn't have been more right. When it comes to Mari, I should have had better control and sense enough not to hurt him because I was hurting. As for Keem, I should have left long before I found out he was cheating. I should have never stayed until it was put right in my face that he was unfaithful. Sometimes sticking around to prove a point isn't worth the point needing to be proven at all. I planned on using this crazy ride as my growth and evolution to mature from my pain and mistakes and come out of this a better woman and a better friend. Thank you all so much for listening to my first reading of my very first self-published novel. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're looking for more of Sonata and Amari, you are absolutely in luck. You can go read my novel, The Heart Wants What Heard It, the follow-up to find out what happens next. You never know what you're going to get. Enjoy. As always, stay peaceful, stay positive, and continue to flourish in everything you do. I'd also love for you to connect with me on social media at Aubrey Monet on Instagram and my Facebook author page. And before you go, share this with a friend. Change.